Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey guys, welcome to the holiday edition of Talking Metal. What's up? Well, you know, we caught up with Rob Halford actually about a month ago in the Talking Metal Live studios. And Rob was in town talking about his new t-shirt line that he has going on and his new holiday record, which uh, is Halford 3. It's the third album by Rob Halford. You guys should all pick it up. Rob's going to tell us all about it. All sorts of great winter time and Christmas songs and holiday songs on this record. Uh, Of course, he worked on the album with Metal Mike, who is also on today's show. So we're going to check out this interview with Rob Halford and Metal Mike, and we're going to talk about the Christmas record, the t-shirt line, what Metal Mike's up to. We're going to talk about Priest, you name it. And you're going to be able to catch some of this footage on MTB2's Headbangers Ball uh, shortly, probably in a month or two. Definitely. It was amazing to have the Metal God come to Talking Metal Live, where we originally recorded the interview. And the funniest thing is he just walked right in the building. No no security guards. No security, no nothing. And we're also going to hear from the Metal Nurse today, a.k.a. Nurse Angel. She was in the studio the same day that Halford was uh, there with Metal Mike. And uh, she was looking good, as always, and talking some metal with us. So stay tuned for... For all that, I just quickly wanted to mention that uh, I wrote an article. It's in the news section on the all-new TalkingMetal.com. John did a great job at redesigning the site. It's called uh, the article in the news, in the wire section, we now call it, is Brand Name Bands. And I just wanted to mention that I personally am still not happy that Tommy Thayer wears Ace's makeup. But what I was referring to in that article is more of what the general public want to see. So go check that article out and uh, send me an email, as a lot of you guys already have, and let me know what you think of it. Uh, Talking Metal is now available through Stitcher on your iPhone, your Droid phone, your BlackBerry. You don't even have to download the podcast. You can listen to it through Stitcher without downloading it on your smartphone. Uh, What you need to do is go to the culture and lifestyle section and then into the music and talk section, and we're right there. And, uh, Mark, in relation to Stitcher, I put a link on the top of TalkingMetal.com that should take you directly to the Talking Metal page on Stitcher as well. So, guys, I also wanted to explain why we updated our website. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to drive all of you guys to a central, easier location to see anything that's new happening on our site. And we combined a few of the pages. So right now, 
go to the wire section every day if you have a chance because as you know we put up a new podcast usually about once every week once every week and a half sometimes twice a week but instead of posting photos on the photo page which we will still do and posting new stuff where you've got to hunt around anything that happens new you're going to find out about it on the talking metal wire so go for that check it out and we hope you like the new look of the website Anyway, guys, I wanted to tell you also about something really, really cool coming up on March 6th at Dingbats in Clifton, New Jersey. Once again, Screaming Metal will take the stage. That is Dan Lorenzo, Alan Tecchio, Mark and myself, and a brand new drummer. Mark, why don't you tell us about the new drummer? T. Coombs, a.k.a. Tom, is going to be playing drums for Screaming Metal this time around. And uh, I've never played with him. I'm looking forward to jamming with him. A lot of great songs are going to be added to the set list. It won't be the same set you heard last year. Uh, book your plane tickets now, guys. Screaming Metal in the beautiful uh, area of Clifton, actually in Clifton, uh, New Jersey, uh, it, which is just a tourist uh, hotspot. Yeah. And guys, I want to mention that Ron Lipnicki of Overkill is still part of the Screaming Metal family. We're we're not like individual members. We're one big family. And the reason he's not playing drums is that he's on tour with Overkill at that time. So we had to do the gig. So we brought in T. Coombs, who also played with Hades. Definitely. Uh, being that we have the Metal God on today's show, I did want to mention our good friend Militia from the band Swear on Your Life has a new cover band, which I think sounds pretty cool myself. Judas Priest S. Judas Priestess. Uh, and you can check them out at myspace.com slash Judas Priestess Band. And of course, all females playing all priest. Doesn't get any better than that, guys. Definitely. And if you remember the very first episode of Talking Metal, the TV show, not the pilot, we had Grace, and she is also the guitar player in Judas Priestess. Wow, learn something new every day. I did not know that. Very cool. Blackout is a Scorpion song. We're about to hear the version with Rudolph from the Scorpions, along with Metal Mike and Rob Halford and the rest of the Halford band. This is a live track, and Metal Mike's going to tell the story, which I think he already told once on the podcast, but he tells it along with Rob this time. Uh, so you'll hear that story later on in the interview with these guys. You're going to hear Blackout by Halford, a.k.a. the Scorpions, followed by... Uh, by our Metal Mike Rob Halford interview. Then you're going to hear a new holiday song by Halford off of the Winter Songs Halford 3 CD. Then we're going to hear from Nurse Angel, a.k.a. the Metal Nurse. You guys know her from the TV show, Talking Metal on Fuse. She was a part of that, the uh, Zach Wilde episode. And we'll end today's show with a great band called White Wizard. Uh, so let's uh, get into it. This is Blackout by Halford. I'm 
You're listening to Talking Metal Live. And now, back to Mark and John. Hey, guys. We are very, very honored because sitting in the studio with us is the metal god himself, Rob Helford and Metal Mike from Helford. Hello, metalheads. It is the metal god with... With the metal mic. Hello. I haven't seen Metal Mike for ages. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, thanks. It's good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my town. You're looking good, yes. Yeah. I'm in your neck of the woods now. It's <laughs> cool. a bit well, different to Arizona. Yeah. Well, let's, city. Sh- let's talk about that. The last time you guys hung out probably was when you recorded the most recent Christmas record, right? Halford I saw Street. Mike at PNC. Oh, did you? Okay. And Mike's, Mike and the rest of the guys have been putting all this stuff together while I was with Priest, you know. We'll talk about that later. They did an absolutely ama- I was blown away when I when I heard the the, the almost completed um, arrangements. I thought this is just. I mean, I, knew, I had a feeling what was coming, but I didn't realize it was going to be so spectacular. <laughs> so I I never really saw a lot of Mike through no. the, the recording process. I saw you on video the other day. And yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> where did you do, where did you do your video bits in uh, in LA? It, yeah, at the uh, what was that Sound City. Yeah, so City. you did yours in Sound City. You when, know, when Bobby was trucking drums, yeah, we recorded the bits. Okay, mile. Yeah, so that's when I saw Mike. Yeah, like, I saw it's PNC video. on video, and now here. Well, that's a, that's amazing thing with the technology. You could do stuff and not even see each other. Works great for bands. You know what's amazing about <laughs> that, guys? We're talking about to the Get Into the Spirit video, and what's great is I had no idea that you guys weren't there at the same time recording that, because when you watch the video, it looks like you're all in the studio together. Some people might have a problem with trying to understand that that's sometimes that's the the only way you can make it work. You know, right. Some bands like to all be in the same room at the mm-hmm. same time, I mean, for the most part, with a lot of the stuff that we do, Bobby does it all by himself in his studio in, yeah. in San Antonio. Yeah. Bobby reads the manuscript, you know, he actually reads wow. the, the sheet music, and he, he's the anchor, you know. He, uh, tell, and he tells us to stop playing because we just mess him up. So he <laughs> says, let me do right. my thing, Please, and you guys screw me quiet. Up, <laughs> and we do, and it's, it's, it's remarkable. He, I think he's the only drummer I know that can be playing and reading at the same time, and in... He never drops a stick or anything. He's an absolute genius. Cool. Unbelievable drummer. No, no, Rob, I know back in the day with Fight, you had done a Christmas song. I, I, uh, I did just, but mostly just for, it was a radio promo to thank everybody in radio for looking after me. Yeah. Cool. What, what year was that? Uh, 93. 93 sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Is is Christmas music, a metal Christmas music album, something you had on your mind for a while, something you wanted to do yeah, for a while? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that this was just like the, the residual idea that was left over, you know. And um, I suppose in our world it might seem a little bit strange that, that we've done something like this, but the fact of the matter is we all celebrate the holidays, you know. Right. We all go out and eat too much and get smashed and, you yeah. know, party and stuff. And we always, pl- we always play music. We've always got some music going down. So that to me was the perfect equation. Why don't we try and do something ourselves in that, in that style, and, and it works really well. And you have a few of the traditional Christmas songs on the record, but a lot of this stuff is original new music that that was written by, mm-hmm. by you guys. And how did uh, how did that come about? The idea to actually write new Christmas songs. I think it was just inspirational, wasn't it, Metal Mike? You, yeah. you, you're playing this other music, and it just gives you ideas more than anything. Well, I think you want you wanted to give the the listeners something unexpected and new mm-hmm. instead of saying you know another track that's been redone by the band in our style so here's a here's a new song so mm. fans really always get excited about you know new music from us which you know makes us lucky you know but so it was something new you know I, I, and i think really uh, the, the 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 incredible arrangements that the, the guys did on we three kings for example i think they've that's like a that's a whole new song yeah to right. me, I mean, the melody is the vocal melody, is uh, is obviously from the roots of that song, but it it's like a fresh, brand new experience, and that's that just shows you how well these guys did. But yeah, you um, you know, you just get motivated, and you you find an opportunity to uh, to throw some brand new material from the band, especially the opening cut, get into the spirit. I think that's Definitely. a really cool moment. Rob, uh, speaking of We Three Kings, I have been trying to track down the photo of you from your childhood dressed up as one of the Three Kings. Tell us about that. 
quickly. I'm drinking water. <laughs> um, I, I spoke to my sister about making this record, and she said, what are you doing? I'm like, blah, 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 me three kings. She goes, oh, uh, so 50 years later, you're doing that for good, for real. I said, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? You know how sisters have a have this horrible memory recall. You want to forget yeah. stuff, but your sister always remembers. <laughs> so she goes, you don't remember when you were a kid, you were in a school Christmas nativity play. And you were in the, you played one of the kings and you sang, you actually sang that song when you were like seven or eight years of age. Wow. So then the memories just flood back. Oh my God. It never even registered while I was laying vocal tracks down in San Diego. But so it was. And there is a picture of me somewhere. My sister told me. And I did see it. It might even be on the Halford site where the, really? fan, the fans send in pictures. <laughs> I, I, I Googled, I Stupid me. I Googled it the other day. Google images. <laughs> Rob Halford, Nativity Play, 1950-something. <laughs> and nothing came up. Yeah. You know? But it, there is a picture. There is a picture. It's like a full, like a long shot. And he got these angels, his kids dressed up as angels and a big star hanging down. And then the nativity, nativity scene. And it's so surreal because I can see myself. But it's like, that isn't me. You know, I mean, where's the connection? Wow. It's right. just a photograph. But uh, it, it, it is me in the picture. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. And one thing you did uh, with this record is you've, you've provided a free download, which you've done in the past. And I think Christmas for Everyone, I believe, is the free di- download. How do you feel about bands doing the free download stuff? Like uh, outside of the metal world, bands like Radiohead and Coldplay have given away even Nine Inch Nails full albums to the fans. Um, well, I was... I, I think you know. I I remember in like in 1994, right. I read in a paper saying you're going to be able to buy a CD and print the artwork, and that was just like I'm like yeah right, you know. Like CDs just were kind of like hot, and cassettes were just kind of getting phased out. I couldn't believe it. So here we are, you know. You could download it to your iPod. The iPod wasn't even around, and then um, you know you get you get the free download. And a few years ago, I said you know. Bands will give away records for free in order so fans could expose themselves to the band and come out to see the show. And I, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm just kind of sitting around and watching it happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it know? seems like there was a time when people would actually pay money for a single song, you yeah. know. And, and, and I believe they, a lot of people still do, but a lot of people don't. They, they, they want it for free, and if they don't get it for free, they might actually go steal it, you know. Yeah, and, and, and I, I could be calling myself a hypocrite here because, I, you know, I'm a big believer that you don't steal music because um you just don't steal it it's as simple as that when you when you when you want to listen to music you, you should you should do it legitimately uh, i'm not going to get into that napster thing with mm. with lars who's a good friend of mine and bring all that back to the surface but the fact of the matter is you know no matter who you are that's how you make your living you know right um however uh this was more in the i guess in the christmas spirit of things from our Points of view, and I and I, I, tr- I freely admit it was like a it was a, a way of getting people to uh, go to the website, go to iTunes, and just check out the the other tracks, the thirty second um, intro bits. But uh, in all honesty, it was just a part of hey, it's the holidays, everybody swaps presents, swaps gifts, mm-hmm. so have a free one. Rob, I wanted to ask you, how did you pick? the songs that you covered on the record. Some of my favorites, What Child Is This, Oh Come All You Faithful, just some great stuff. Did those songs mean something to you? Uh, yeah, to me personally, yeah. Um, a, a lot of the listing and the, and the ideas were, were generated, I guess, from, from the, the, band, the band's discussions and management. And, and um, mostly we, we felt we had to work with material that could be re- represented by us. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to wimp out, you know. We wanted to make sure we got some really strong moments. And even in the tracks that are, are pulled back a little bit, you know, a little bit more um, in the world of the ballad, the mm-hmm. metal ballad, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, they're, they're still pretty pretty epic moments. Um, but it was it was difficult. I mean, you know, we ain't going to do a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know, yeah, <laughs> Frosty yeah. the Snowman. I think that was the, the initial um, reaction when we... We said we were going to do a metal record, the Christmas record. People, what the Everybody hell? Everybody thought the what most they, what, obvious. Yeah. What have they been smoking over there? You know, <laughs> it's just this is a crazy idea, but it's not so crazy. 
Our friend D from Twisted Sister, they mm-hmm. put one out. Mm-hmm. You know, Dylan's put one out. I mean, I know that's left field. Before that, there was a compilation mm-hmm. of, of uh, like, Christmassy kind of tunes by different um, metal bands and rock bands. So, you know, know we're, in, we're in familiar territory. It's kind of like, isn't, isn't it being about metalhead doing what you want kind of thing? <laughs> if we want to do a record like that, then we're following our hearts. And so we're doing the, you know, we're doing the true thing, you know. So, some of the vocals on, on some of the tracks, like specifically Come All You Faithful, I mean, I think that the the traditional people who listen to holiday music are going to be blown away just by the musicianship on these songs. And I, I personally was blown away when I listened to it. Well, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. I mean, what else could you say? I mean, it's. I think probably in everybody's mind it was, uh, it was just, you know, we, we've got to take this, the extra yard or whatever just to, to make it to make it happen and that's a that's a particularly passionate track i did all the vocals on the way to the san diego show with priest on the british steel tour i we, we needed the we needed the music the vocals for that so i just ran in and we did it in about uh, 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then i went went over and did the gig wow cool now we also wanted to talk about where all four of us actually are wearing our our T-shirts here, which uh, are looking good, and we have our our friend Nurse Angel who is wearing one of the female T-shirts outside. Where's mine? Yeah, Bud yeah. Friendly is now. Apparently, they didn't have one in my size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing the Metal God socks. Don't complain. I'll have a word with Santa, and we'll get one in your leather stocking. Please, <laughs> I mean over the mantelpiece. So, so, Rob, the one thing that I think that I notice about these T-shirts is I feel that they they could appeal to people outside of the metal world. I could almost see some of these being sold in like department stores alongside of like the affliction and the, the Ed Hardy and stuff like that. Is this something you're, you're striving for to get them out there into department stores? Yeah. Or? I mean, I, you know, I'll freely admit that on the business level, I'm interested in all the op- of the opportunities. I don't think I'm selling out or anything. I think it's just another extension of my sure. metal world. You know, this is as, this is as, as cool to me as the music that we make. Right. Uh, so by association, I think we're trying to make some strong visuals. And Mark Sasso is the guy that puts all of that together. I don't claim any uh, part of it other than in the final process of thumbs up, thumbs down type of thing. I was going to ask, now, did Mark travel with you for a while to get a gist of kind of the vibe that you were looking for? How did your relationship develop with him? Well, he's seen, he's seen the show. He's seen the Halford shows. He's been to the pre-shows. He's got all of our music. He looks at the lyrics, you know, looks at the videos, and he's got this very fertile imagination. Um, he's He was more famous originally and still is for being a really sought-after illustrator and graphic um graphic comic uh, artist, like the Sin City type of mm-hmm. vibe. So uh, we were just looking for somebody to, to have an association with, to work with us in the Metal God Entertainment uh, part of what we do. And he's just the best. He's just really, really full of ideas. And the, what we're all wearing tonight came out of his head, you know. Uh, you, take, you take a statement like, pray for rock and roll. I've written a song for that. I know, I heard have it. you heard it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, that was inspired by the shirt. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I saw cool. the shirt, and, I, and we had the title, Pride for Rock and Roll. Then I saw the shirt, and then um, I was going to the studio one day. You know what it's like, Metal Mike? You, you'll be driving or you'll be walking, and then these things creep in your head, these notes, and you start uh, writing metal in your head. Yeah. And you think you're going insane. And you're not, because that's just what happens to us. So that the idea for that song came to me while I was driving from the apartment in... San Diego to the studio, and I ran it. Z, Z, quick, put the, give me a mic, give me a mic, and I sang the the melody. And um, that's that's been happening with you a lot. You, Pardon? The Roy's been telling me that's been that's been happening with you a lot. You're coming in, you're like, I got an idea, let's do it's it right brilliant. now. Because <laughs> you get tormented. <laughs> they come about once every ten years. Because <laughs> you, know? you kind of get tormented if you don't get it out there. Because like you know, if you don't demo it or record it, it'll just like haunt you and come back in three months. It's like that thing you wake up at two in the morning, or if you um, don't go to bed till five or six. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, you'll wake up and you'll, you'll have a song in your head, and you've you think, oh, I'll remember that for when I wake up later, and you don't. It's no, gone. No, I know it happens to me all you the have time. To cut it, put it down right away. Well, check it out. Cool. You know what we've noticed about the shirt since I wore it a few times. 
talking about Rob shirt, I'm gonna be like spokesperson for Metal Guy Apparel. <laughs> but but I've started starting this shirt like with most things I do. I just <laughs> study things way too close. And I've noticed Eternal, and I've noticed Pain, and I've seen Power, and I've noticed those are actually like the tattoos that you have. Yeah. Eternal and Pain and Power. Redone look. Man. Oh yeah, that's right. I just had that redone. That's cool, that the I, my guy in San Diego, Keith from J Tattoo. Yeah. He put a couple of dragons barking into the word. The eternal word was there from the beginning. That was there from the beginning. And then I got pain and power tattooed on my body. So that was where the the idea is to throw that in some of the It's merchants. connected. It's like, connected. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting, yeah. trying to it's get connected. Yeah. Only a metal mark would have discovered that. A real shirt studier, that metal mic. <laughs> <laughs> A new college course. What are you tonight, Mike? I, tonight I will study Rob Halford's metal shirt. <laughs> oh, Mike, well, speaking that's a, that's of besides, besides studying uh, the, the shirts here, what are, you, what are you currently up to? You have, uh, I heard some rumblings about a possible school uh, happening. Yeah, oh, I don't I didn't think I even told you. I, I, I started a uh, Metal Mike's Metal Heroes Academy. Excellent. And sort of when I have some time, I, I grab 25 people in the class and I teach them metal. Excellent. What, what what age kids do you teach? It's not really kids. It's, it's mostly anybody? like 16, you know. Like young guitar players? Young guitar players. See, that's what I love about Mike. I mean, he's so, he's the real deal, you know. Are they paying you? Well, the kid, the students are. No. <laughs> <laughs> God, what's the money, Matt Halford? Are they paying you? No, but I think, you know, fair's fair, you know. I think if I go vocal coaching lessons, I think I you get a few students probably. A couple of dollars. What? I <laughs> would get a few students. Yeah, but well, anyway, I think that's really cool. How many have you? How many people have you taught so far? Uh, I I've, I do like I do sessions, so I'll, I'll sign up like between seven and and fifteen people, and I'll do like a Saturday, mm. and we'll do like three hours, and it will be anywhere cool. from getting your guitar tone in the studio to how to set up your acts and keep it in tune when you play shows, and it's all very heavy metal based it's right you know that and people love it and it's no strings attached boom boom how do people contact you if they want to do that through the website through your website yeah it's metalmusicacademy.com excellent cool we're going to have all the websites linked through the show notes right uh, speaking of the websites i i know that all of our listeners are completely aware of all your sites rob but just in case we have any new listeners can you talk a little bit about metalgodrecords.com metalgodshop.com and HelfordMusic.com. They're, they're all pretty much independent of each other. The MetalGodShop.com just seems to be the easiest place to go to if you want to get anything that the Halford band's mm-hmm. done musically. And uh, it's also linked to the merch as, uh, that we're doing as well, the T-shirts. Uh, the Rob Halford one is just like a, the big found, the big anvil, the big metal anvil with all of these little subdivisions like the quorum where people can have live chats place where you can hook up and find other musicians to play, make a band with. It's a really comprehensive type of deal, you know. Uh, and Metal God Records is still, it's still pretty new, but the doors are open now. What we wanted to do was really get the thing running, and I think we've shown that we can make great product. Yep. You know, we've got the DVDs out, we've got the, the Crucible one that we that's did in coming. Anaheim that's coming out Can't next year. Can't wait to get that. Uh, and... Um, but the doors are open. Now we know what we can do, and we've got distribution um, worldwide. Now we're opening the doors, and anybody can send us some stuff, and we'll check it out. You've always been ahead of the game when it comes to the Internet and online music, and it's just a, a great feeling to know now that Metal God Records is completely set up with worldwide distribution, and you can get records anywhere now. Yes. Uh, we, we work with the affiliates. We've got Fontana in, in the USA, Universal in Canada, Warner IDA in um, all over Europe and the UK and um, Sony Japan uh, right now. So uh, they're all good people and they're all supportive. And, um, you know, I, I don't know where it's going to go. We, 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 we know there's other great talent out there in terms of rec- metal rec- record companies. I think we'll probably be a little bit more selective so we can nurture the bands and help them grow. Well, that's, that's Rather that's, than just yeah. take everybody on, you know. Uh, like when, when I started with Priest and, and with with what was Columbia CBS Columbia and now Sony, the um, the belief was when a band came along, it might take two or three full releases 
before you can get everything to kick in and you know work on a on a worldwide level. So that's the principle in. In it's the incredible. libel that we want to do, we don't want to. We don't want to bring you in. Oh, guys, sorry, you didn't sell twenty thousand records. Boom, act next. You know, we don't want to do that. We want to really be uh, be careful and 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 help people grow and develop and become a big act. It's really refreshing to hear that because I sometimes think that we'll never have bands like we had in the seventies and in the eighties because record companies now want. A quick sell. You come in, and if your record doesn't sell a million copies, you're dropped. And and I just think that maybe you'll be the one person that brings back long-lasting bands that have a, a diverse, you know, repertoire. And you know, it's nice to hear that a label would want to spend some time with a group. Definitely. So thank you. Now, now, Rob, we are shooting this stuff tonight, and we hope to put some of these clips up on MTV Two's yep. Headbangers Ball. Right. When you look back on all the music videos you've done through the years, from Judas Priest to Fight to Halford, what are some of the ones that stick out as your favorite? And are there any little stories, behind-the-scenes moments you could share with us? Well, there's, there's a ton of those. How much time have we got? Uh, um, you know, the, the, the first memory is that uh, with Priest, we were, we were en- entering the MTV age of video uh, from here in America, and I, I believe that we were Priest was one of the first acts that were that were on the MTV network in the first week of it, you know, starting up here in New York City. The irony was you couldn't get MTV in New York. You had, it was in I think it was in Brooklyn or in Jersey or somewhere, but they they couldn't get the licensing to go right. through through uh, New York. But anyway, um, well, I'm, I suppose uh, you know. Breaking the law was a fun one. I mean, you, you look at the visuals when when you go on location. I think you're just given more of an opportunity to build a bit of a story rather than sure. just everybody being in, in in one room and making a noise, which is great. I think it's really cool to watch our musicians yeah. work. But when you you know you get into a, a an open top Cadillac and you're chasing the sun, it's the last shoot of the day. You know, you're on yeah. the West Way in London, past the famous Hammersmith Odeon, and you've been up since dawn and it's you work until dusk uh that was a fun thing to do um using that old bank in soho right. the old barclays bank that was one of them um and then some of the more crazy ones like uh hot rocking right sure <laughs> yeah, that's good <laughs> yeah, they, they said we want to set fire to your boots i thought oh my god well, what, what do you mean? Like, well, we're going to put this gel stuff on your boots and set it on fire. And I'm like, how long is that for? Oh, just for a few, you know, minutes. A few minutes. Yeah, we've got some fire extinguishers. You'll be okay. Fortunately, there was a pub next door. So we were all, we were all <laughs> ratted during yeah. that whole shoot. Like, uh, you know, we were all, I don't know how we got through it. But I'm like, okay, set fire to Rob, you know, and I put all this stuff on my feet and somebody comes up with a lighter and my feet are on fire. So that you'll see that bit in the video. What you don't see is is me as they go, cut. And I'm like, give me the fire extinguisher because I was wearing these um, steel toe cap Oh, and then boots. it got hot. Heated up. Yeah, so it was like lava feet. <laughs> and I'm trying to pull my boots off and they're all laced up and they're throwing water over me. And, <laughs> you know, it just, I mean, i got a ton of stories like that. But it, it was great because... It got metal out to the masses through the television. Definitely. Whereas previously it was just through, and still is radio. I mean, I love radio to death. We all do. But it was an opportunity now to get your your um, your band onto a television show. Cool. So, how about some of the more recent stuff that you've done, uh, even with Halford? Are there any? The Betrayal uh, is a great video. Betrayal's really cool. Um, what other ones have we done, Mike? You have to help me out. I can't remember. <laughs> Um, with, what did we do from the uh, Made in Hell, which was this crazy? You know, yeah, that's a fun <laughs> one. That was cool. That was eclipse from all over the world. Yeah, I? yeah. It was just like, I mean, how many splices in that video? But it was fun. We took a vi- like the whole world tour and we just spliced it up in these crazy little stories that that told the story and and uh, introduced us as a band to people. That was fun. I st- I watch it now and I'm like, wow, you know, you kind of go back in time. And you remember all the stuff that, you know, we used to do. <laughs> I remember there's a clip, there's, there's a little fast clip where you see everybody trying to bounce this bus out of the way. Because we, <laughs> we went to the Parthenon 
in Athens. Wow. Right. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. Metal bikes good. crawling up there. You know the Parthenon with the big pillars. And he walks up there. <laughs> and I'll be behind him and he turns around and he goes, what do you say? I, I am Metal Mike. No, I go. What, what did you say? I go, I shall bow to no woman. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not the right thing to do at the Pantheon. Yeah. You got all these women tourists going. They're like, what? And just, everybody. I Metal Mike and I will bow to no, no woman. No, I, I shall bow to no woman. Because <laughs> I, I try to imitate this guy, David, from Virgin Steel. That's one of his records. And the, and the ladies had that, like this sour grapes look and I'm like first door <laughs> first time through the Pantheon that was a that was a great tour yeah it really was yeah it, it was a lot of good memories a lot of wrecked hotel rooms and food fights bills one of my favorite videos back to the priest days free will burning I was gonna say that same thing man. any I memories of uh, of that one with the lasers and all the stuff that was going on yeah um it's funny because I, I, I've just been associated recently with that thing with Jack Black with Brutal Legend, and it, you see the clip in Free Will Burning. That was one of the one of the very primitive kind of racing car types of video displays, and um, that was the original idea was to try and put the band in the vehicles, uh, what in the video game. And some of it worked and some of it didn't, but mostly it was a it was a performance piece, and. Um, and that's, uh, I think, all, the cool thing about all of those videos that Priest has done is that uh, every video is kind of, is really cool to watch all these years later, mm -hmm. you know, just because they've all got little storylines and they kind of tell a, like a movie tale, whatever it might be. Cool. One of my first videos that I ever had on tape, because I unfortunately didn't have MTV because I lived in a rural area, was... <laughs> But friendly thinks that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Hide the sheep. Yeah. What'd, you, what'd, you, what'd you grow on your farm? Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to the video. The video was You Got Another Thing Coming, and that was literally when I only had seen maybe 10 music videos of any genre. That was one of them. And uh, any memories on that video? Yeah, and and really was that was that was, MTV broke the band big time with that one. With we we didn't really expect anything of that track because it was hidden in in the record, and then the label said, "Hey, you know that radio in America is really picking up on this track, and we'd like a visual to to go with it." So very very quickly, with um, Julian Temple, who became quite a famous movie director, he quickly said, "Okay, let me let me run the script, and I'm going to take you down to this." Um, this water power station thing by the uh, by the freeway just outside of London, and we'll just shoot there and we'll put it together. We'll build a stage and again put some lasers and this that and the other. Uh, so I remember um, Glenn and KK and Ian picking me up in a van and we went down there and Dave was waiting for us and we started to work. The the fun bit at the very end, you know, it's like this authoritarian figure with a bowler hat, the establishment guy, the you know the the man man. Um, the, there'd been a, an explosives uh, person there all day because we'd said we want to blow the, the guy's head up head at up. the end. But he'd been there for like 12 hours and he was getting <laughs> really pissed, you know. Uh, so when it came time to actually do, do that bit, he just stuffed everything that he got <laughs> into wow. this mannequin, this dummy's head. And some people still think it's real because we use an actor. You can see the actor looking at the DB decibel counter reading thing. And then he's edited and spliced, and then his head blows Blows up. up. And it was like a bomb going off. Yeah. And there was nothing left. The head was just (laughs) obliterated. We couldn't find a bit of it. And then, of course, it it, it blows up in the the piece, and then it sort of wobbles. And then as it wobbles, the pants fall down, which was just a bit of an extra bonus. And we thought, we've got to leave that in. (laughs) So So that was the end of the day. That was the very last part of the shoot. It's amazing that 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 just happened by accident. Yeah, just by accident. We kept it in, yeah. So that's that's how Priest invented another genre of metal called gore metal. Right. There, there was no go. gore metal before another thing coming. You know, metal gets subdivided into all these categories. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when we wore gore paint? Yeah, of course. Was that in Canada? Yeah, last show, I believe, in Canada or something. They did not know what to think of us. No. It was Halloween, wasn't it, in Canada? Yeah. yeah. And we, we thought for days, what we're going to do something for... It was, we were with Maiden, right? We were playing Big Place or Iron Maiden. And uh, so we decided to put all this gore paint on. We went to this uh, Halloween, store, Halloween store. Black metal Bought paint. everything. 
and we just did a we, we were dying unfortunately <laughs> wouldn't know <laughs> unfortunately wouldn't know that the paint was not a waterproof gore paint because yeah. got it, a little uh, messy so yeah. we walked out on stage and the lights go up and we start playing and people are like what the hell is that that's the Halford band. Who, 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 is that Rob? Is that Metal Mike? Yeah. But, uh, you know, as Mike says, you know, two or three numbers in, it was just dripping off of us. Yeah. And I'm looking at Mike and he's melting in front of my eyes, you know, with his, like, this big hammer horror house of wax type of deal. And um, and then uh, he's, he gets really pissed. So, like, at the end of a song, he just rubs his face all with with his hands and he's just like this <laughs> obliterated <laughs> visual like you've been in a car wreck you know but we we actually did wear that gore fest paint and i think there's a clip on youtube i know there are some pictures but the, but i remember the time when i took a towel and i wiped my face with the towel and all it was just, had these big two black eyes like a panda and never and every, and every <laughs> time, human panda and every time you guitar. and every time you turned around you started laughing you, you he didn't look for, he didn't look at me I for like four songs he kept walking with his back towards me <laughs> it's the funniest thing you know you're trying to be serious and i'm just cracking up so funny and metal mike are you working on some new music now what's up uh, uh music wise well you know when i when i got time i always work on new stuff you know me and i'm i think uh I've been putting some songs together. I always write, you know, so I put some stuff away and probably going to record some some stuff and release it when we get time. But, you know, it's still all work in progress, you know. We, we, we will do another Halford record eventually. Excellent. I can't wait to hear what Mike's got and Z and Bobby and Mike do. Come Where did you first me. meet Roy Z, Rob? Well, that's a good question. I know he had done the Bruce Dickinson stuff back that, in the... That, uh, might have, that might have been part of the connection. Yeah. I can't know. You know, we have, we have this real little network of, of really important people. And someone suggested when, when when the idea of going into this Halford band came to be, someone said, you know, I know this guy um, in Los Angeles just that's just a hardcore fan of, of Priest and he's an amazing guitar player, really good producer. Maybe you should just hang out and, you know, see how it works. And, of course, I met him and Royce is this re- really cool... Latino guy from from LA, and um, we just seated off right away. We, yeah, we went we went and had some food at uh, one of the uh, Jerry's Deli in in Hollywood, and we just hung out for for the night. And I was convinced that he was the you know like Metal Mike. All the people that I work with are the are real people. You know, they're in from the heart, from the soul, mm-hmm. the real spirit of heavy metal. And so it was with uh, with Roy, and he's become like a best. Uh, the best fan, like everybody in the band is. Cool. And so you mentioned uh, another Halford record at some point and hopefully possibly some shows at some point too? At, at some point, yes, absolutely. I mean, everybody's been really, really gracious to to hang around this long while. I mean, that this last show that we did at Anaheim that's coming out next year, the Crucible show, everybody wished me all the best. You know, the, the band had really just started to get established and, and do great things, and they were very, very generous and, and very, uh, very cool. I went, yeah, Rob, go back, go back to Priest, you know, that's the place where you need to be. And I thought, how, how professional that, that is. So um, I think what we've done with this music is, is just a nice way of saying, hey, the band is still together. Mm-hmm. Z, Metal Mike, Mike D, Bobby, you know, we're still an outfit. And uh, at some point, we're going to do some, uh, some more metal. Excellent. And uh, all you listeners who are listening, if you haven't heard this, you've got to get live insurrection because there's something I want to talk about. Mark and I uh, have, as you guys know, uh, done a lot of covers of some classic metal tunes. And I think your version of Blackout by the Scorpions is unbelievable. Tell us about how that came about. Just quickly, after I did that, um, months later, Rudy came to one of the, I think it was a pre-show. Hey, Rudy goes... I have to say something about my mix. <laughs> oh, no. This is Rudolf Shanker. This is Rudolf. I go, what's wrong with you? Well, you know, in the mix, there is a part where you take me down a little bit and I should be up a little bit. <laughs> oh, Carl, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, and then you did an edit. I said, we didn't do an edit. It was your real deal. I think somebody did an edit because there is a note, the 58th note, the 58th note on the, f- the third clef of the fourth string with my finger is not right. No, I know. And this is this is the way he works. That's why he's such an incredible it's guitar wild. player. It's wild. His wow. mind is just, you know, so German. Wow. That's what I that's what I love about the German 
metalheads. They're so intense and precise. But um, it was just an idea, you know, the, the, uh, we, we were in Hanover. Bochum or Hanover? Or where the band is from. Yeah. And just suggested that we just... Uh, that was, that was fun. And, I know Klaus was going to come up, but he wasn't feeling too well. Um, he played me their um, stuff that they did with the Symphony? Berlin Symphonic Orchestra. Mm-hmm. He took me out in his very flash Mercedes. Mm-hmm. We went for a drive and he played, we played me that stuff. But um, yeah, it was. I love the Scorpions. That's a great song. It's a really cool song. So uh, I think it turned out pretty good. A yeah, song, amazing. A song that John Ostromi lives daily. Yes. <laughs> you know, I have a funny story. I, I I about blackouts. Yeah. About 3 a.m. I have He's going to have another blackout I have a funny tonight. story about, about, about Rudolf and that song. If I just yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, you know, Rudolf and I and, and Ray Riander were kind of sitting around, and Rudolf had his white and black guitar, and he's pounding these big boy German beers, you know? <laughs> so he's having like four before he goes on. And I'm like, man, because like, we really don't drink when, before we play. After the show, is all good. But, you know, so, so we were kind of like, but, you know, it's Rudolf Schenker. He could do whatever he wants. <laughs> so we'll get to this and we'll go to breaking the law. And no, no, not breaking the law. He wants to do blackout. So we'll go through this whole thing. And then, and then right before he gets on stage, he goes to my, my guitar tech. He's going like this. And my guitar tech, Clint, he goes, he forgot a pick. I got to get him a pick. So he runs, so he runs into, and you bring, I see him bring a two fistfuls worth of picks. And Rudolf goes, not a guitar pick, another beer. And he's just about to go on stage. So. Classic. <laughs> so Great. it was awesome. Awesome. Great stuff. Well, thank you guys for joining us on Talking Metal. And we'd love to get uh, some ID, Headbangers Ball IDs from you guys, but uh, maybe we'll do those outside without the headphones on. <clears throat> and let's get into some music if you're cool with that, John. Cool. This is Get Into the Spirit by Halford. Metal Mike, Rob Halford in the studio with Talking Metal. Check it out. Thank you, guys. Thanks.
man, we're just having a good old time down here at the studio. Something else, Rob Halford. Unbelievable. The metal god graced our presence. Is Walks right in by himself. No entourage, yeah. no bullshit. Yeah. Gets down to business. Yeah, no doubt. My kind of guy. Absolutely. And he texted Metal Mike, although Metal Mike's phone does not get texts, so he redid it. So from the metal it. god to the metal nurse, yes, a.k.a. Nurse true. Angel, in the studio with us. Angel, just... Push, there you go. Perfect. Now, Sorry, I'm a little short right now sitting in this chair. They have me in a couch that when you sit in, you become a midget automatically when you sit on the cushions. Those are down you can cushions. sink in it, yeah. <laughs> the band down, actually. So, so Nurse Angel, you have the Metal God Apparel t-shirt on. Yes, I do. Designed by Rob Halford himself. What are some of your memories of Halford? For me, well, I'm younger, of course, but... When you think of metal and the metal movement of it starting, you think of Judas Priest. Sure. Um, and it's amazing to me because they're a band that got together, I believe, 1969 and uh, came out in like 74 with this new sound and seeing Rob and like the clothing, the whole style, the persona that he had with the leather, with the chains was very different for bands during that era. So it's not that far-fetched that he actually might have his own clothing company. No, it's not far-fetched at all. I definitely could see him, you know, having his own clothing line. But I think he totally influenced the whole idea of metal to begin with. And that's why he's a metal god. I mean, just him in general, when he's on stage, how he commands it. And also to his personal life, how he wasn't afraid to be who he was and, and do his career. And people respect him for that. And that's metal. It is metal. It's definitely metal. So your your new is this your new publicist we've been talking with who who's brought you on the show has been referring to you as Nurse Angel, but you're still the metal nurse. I'm the metal nurse. nurse. My name is Angel. It's just it's a nickname that people call me. Um I work with Synergy Entertainment and I have worked with Craig Sesson from Seven Day Entertainment as well. Um, and, and that's that, but I love, you know, the metal nurse, but yes, my name is Angel. So some people call me nurse angel. So the last time we hooked up, you were playing guitar in 14 bullets and smoke and what's going on with you right now? Right now I'm in the middle of starting a new project. Um, but other than that, what I do, I do what you guys do. Um, I interview bands, but I do it all live for the internet on Blabbermouth and YouTube. And it's just about getting behind stage and seeing bands, you know, just hanging and being themselves more of the behind the scenes kind of feel. And I usually get them to do something ridiculous. Um, (laughs) that's cool. Like Dragon Force. We did, um, some jujitsu moves, little thing like that. I also asked Ingve Malstein if he bought... Um, his furniture for, from Ikea, and he doesn't buy his furniture from Ikea, so I guess that's settled. He's not supporting right. uh, his, his homeland. No, and he, he did know the Swedish chef. So, <laughs> you know, I thought that was really, really exciting news, but um, that's that's what I do. I do different interviews. I work with um, brands as Coffin Case, as you guys know. Yeah, GHS. I was going to ask you if you're still working with Coffin Case. I still work case. with Coffin Case, Dean, uh, Guitars, D-Drum, cool. and GHS, and... I do whatever modeling pictures and stuff like that for them. But um, to, what I try to do basically is keep myself around music and around the metal entertainment world. And that's what I love to be a part of. Cool. Now, when you mentioned your new project that you're working on, you're talking about a musical project. Yes. Yes. A- and what what is there any details you can give us on this yet? That's a secret. That's a secret. I'd have to kill you or give you a shot. One or the other. Could you bend over? <laughs> well, I might need my spine. I, I need a, is that for the that, killing yeah. or the shooting? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me. I'm feeling a little <clears throat> sick right now. <laughs> you, you look awful. I know. The whole metal nurse thing, though, is for the idea that music is medicine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like music can be a stress reliever or some kind of medication in some sense to help you get that energy out of you that you need to release at times, you know? I saw some great interviews you did out at NAM, mm-hmm. and uh, tell us about your experience out there. Oh, NAM? Yeah. <laughs> NAM is a circus made for crazy musicians. Um, uh, I was out there with uh, Jason Bonham, and uh, just being able to talk to him about, you know, his father and some of the stories that he had were just like, it, it was amazing to be him, I think, too, has to be hard. Right. You know, you're standing in your father's shadows and sure. stuff like that. But when he gets on the drums, he definitely, he brings it up uh, to par. And he was 
playing, I believe, with Bumblefoot. I got to see cool. at a club, and you guys know Bumblefoot. Right. Oh, yeah. Last time I was here, he was yeah, here. Yeah, you were with Bumblefoot. Um, and Billy Sheehan. Cool. And that was an amazing show to see Billy, uh, you know, on bass. He was playing Hoffer Teacher and oh, all nice. the like guitar leads, and and I thought I was like, wow, because bass players don't really. Uh, I, I don't mean that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not nice. But they don't really do anything much for me. I'm really into yeah. guitar players. You're right. not into William Murderface. <sighs> No, <laughs> sorry, but um, that that was amazing. And Nam itself, just to be around your peers and around the musicians that you love, is is amazing. It's like you're hanging out with buddies, and you got um, you got Vinnie Paul standing beside you, drinking a beer. I mean, what could be better than that? And you actually interviewed one of our good friends, Nick Catanese, and yes. it reminds me of the the time that you were on Talking Metal with us, and we had that Zach Wild. Uh, we had the Zach Wild special. Um, Nick is a down to earth guy, and and so is JD. But um, yeah, that Zach Wild special, the teddy bear good, yeah. uh, hugging, right? Yeah. Fest. <laughs> we just hung out with Zach again, again last yeah. week. Okay, yeah. you got you guys got to tell me something ridiculous that happened during that time. Uh, the yeah. most ridiculous right. thing is that uh, he was sober. I think yeah, that yeah, was he was right. sober. Oh, wow, he was totally sober, but his antics were still there, one hundred percent. Basically. Uh, about a fourth of the interview was uh, about a specific episode of Seinfeld that yeah. he th- literally went through the entire episode, and that was part of it. And then he, um, his new, you know, back in the old days, his saying was, when he was drinking, his saying was, you know, things are very sexy and, and a lot of stuff about being sexy. But now his new one is that uh, everyone hates you, including your parents. So he, he's answered numerous questions for numerous interviewers. With I think one. he was just saying that to you, yeah, John. Yeah, I'm not that's sure that's it's a saying. I think. He was just saying it to you, giving a little hint out yeah, there, maybe. Yeah. But you know what? I have I've to never s- heard him say it. Yeah, no, I have to say that his whole crew, and as soon as Zach walked in, he was like, "Oh no!" And um, uh, I was threatened. Uh, they threatened me with if we kept Zach there another thirteen hours, they had a a rented car that they were going to run me over with. So that's really that's that. Yeah, I'm but not- he but he has his health back and yes. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. very good. If I'm right, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Zach was kicked out of Nam. Oh, he can't go there. Wow, hey, ever again. Ever again. Well, I, I, just, I could be wrong. I mean, that's that's what I've heard. I My uncle was kicked out of Nam. No, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. For B, yeah, yeah. Yes. We're not talking about Vietnam. We're talking about the oh. National, National Association of Music. Oh, music right. Right. Yeah. I ran into a guy on the street. A little off topic here, but since we're talking about Zach, I think the Talking Metal listeners would uh, be interested in this. I ran into an actor um, who just happened to spot me and said, "You were with Zach Wild in Las Vegas," and and we had such a. a ordeal when I was out in Las Vegas for VH1 Rock Honors with Zach and uh, somehow I got designated to be Zach's handler and um uh, we were at a blackjack. We were at a blackjack His table. Handler. Yeah. Well, you know, just I was. Keep... I, was wait, I left. The, I left yeah. that one out there for you. Um, no, no. I had to keep track of Zach and what make were you sure actually that... handling. Where were yeah, the knee no, pads? No, I was. I was handling his wallet and you know the money and oh. all that kind of stuff. And but the funniest thing is we were at a, a table and and we thought it was a different game. So hence we lost and well Zach lost and the guy said I remember you guys were there but you were playing the wrong game so. Right. You know, that's a, my funny Zach story. And then we we were asked to leave the table. <laughs> I was like, you know, Mark's yeah. face. <laughs> oh, God. I'll have to re-listen to that one. But, um, yeah. well, where, do we have a symbol that we can hit? Not sure that's going to make it into the final cut of the show. But Actually, uh, I, it's it was a great story, though. It was really funny. So it Angel, was truly amazing. Angel what, Angel, what bands are you currently listening to? Me? Um... I, well, I listen to Slipknot and I listen to Machine Head a lot. I love Dave McLean. Um, I think he's an amazing drummer. And who else do I listen to? See, I get stuck, man. With when you listen to like Pantera and you try to listen to other bands, to you know, eh. right? Your standards are high. Yeah, my standards are high, exactly. but there's a lot of good music out there, and um, you know, I try to give everything a chance to listen to. But definitely, like Slipknot and Machine Head would be the most. Cool. And do you do modeling and stuff outside of the metal community, or are you pretty much just metal all the time? I have a camera here. <laughs> He's a photographer. Well, I'm um, a professional. Oh, are you? 
Do you trust, know this guy trust. is quite sexy without trust the me. mask on? Not nobody. You've seen nobody. him without the mask. Yeah. Wow, well, that's a not, story right there. Uh, uh, yes, thank you very much. Not many people have seen me without. In fact, th- this is not a mask; it's a tattoo. Oh, that's nice. Very what sexy. You saw was, like, must like have been, mastodon, you know, like a little. Perhaps, but what you saw, uh, I'm not quite sure, was my actual face. Oh, okay. All right. So, so you do work outside of <laughs> no, the medical I, community? No, I do work outside of it. Um, I don't do modeling for it. I'm an actress, and I work on the show Ugly Betty. Oh, okay. And different movie sets and stuff like that. But it's such a different world. And when I go in, I, I totally feel like an alien. Like, right. it's it's rough. But, I mean, there's some people out there that probably do like it, but definitely it's hard to find in the acting community. So what have you done on Ugly Betty? I work, it sounds really stupid, but <laughs> I work as an employee for their office company called Mode. So oh, okay. I'm a stylist, and my name's Tara Hart. Oh, very good. cool. Yeah, very good. Lots Excellent. of fun. <laughs> cool. And for the Talking Metal listeners who are interested in checking you out, you mentioned some of this stuff earlier. Is there one central site that links to this other stuff? You or? can go to themetalnurse.com okay. um, and definitely check it out on YouTube. But we're going to be having a whole blast of new videos um, of never seen footage before that will be on Blabbermouth that you oh, can okay. check out. Just. Posted directly on Blabbermouth. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. And to all the Talking Metal listeners, I don't think there's one of you out there who would not be interested in checking her out. Believe yes, me. Definitely. Worth definitely. clicking. <laughs> and <laughs> you have you. some gifts, I understand, down here I by, do. Your, Everybody, by your feet. This is the thing with me. If you're hanging out with me, you got to do a shot of Jack Daniels. You know, I'm sorry. I'm, I used to live in Tennessee. It's just a part of the deal. So you guys got to do fair. it here. Sorry. I'm, seems fair. I'm ready we'll, for that. Yeah, are you ready for that? Absolutely do that. Good. I would suggest, I mean, usually straight out of the bottle, but you know. Well, with swine I, flu, yes. maybe. Yeah, the uh, swine flu I, is going around. That's that's ruining and all I, the. I, I don't want to get the communal bottle drinking. Uh, yeah. I actually shook hands with a guy who had the swine flu t- uh, three times, and I had to really. To congratulate him afterwards. Were you yeah. just were you congratulating him? On that. Yeah. So that's a lot of Jack, isn't it? Uh, I could take that one. Can you? All right. I'm going to give it to you. Like, no, he was you. recovering from the swine out. flu. He was recovering? Yes. Yes. Did you wear a mask when you shook his hand? No, because I didn't know. I said, after I shook his hand the first time, I said, you're not looking that great. And, really? you know, no offense. And I said, what's wrong? And he goes, oh, yeah, the swine flu. Like, so I wish he would have told me that before I shook his hand. That's why I'm wearing a mask. True. To prevent, you know, uh, we are pouring shots right. here, Catching getting ready shot for. This is not radio silence. This is uh, uh, bartending. We're, We're actually bart- okay, officially uh, bartending here. To talking metal. To talking Thank metal. You. Keep it in Nurse real. Angel, aka the Metal Nurse. Here we Cheers. Go. Very good. Are you still doing work with coffin cases? You said you are, right? Yes, I am. I still work with Johnny and the crew. And so. We'll see what's going on out there. What's going on with you guys? You guys get like a lot of hot bitches in here that are crazy for you? I want to know. Uh, no, not, Sadly, not yet. No. I'm, I'm married. <laughs> I'm married. As I said uh, before, we didn't know where the ladies room was. You might be one of the first. Do you want to know hot. something sad? And I think I got to help. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I said I wasn't going to tell, but now that I'm here, I'm going to spread it. All right. I, they had a key to the bathroom and it had a sparkly gold sneaker on it. See, we well, need that, some that, yeah. metal. Right? Yeah. We need. I I need to hook them up with like a little mini Gene Simmons kiss boot or oh, something. Yeah, I like think that, we that would be work very cool. Over. Yeah, definitely. For the next time you come, I promise you. Do you promise? I'm me? gonna have a metal keychain. Are you? Yes. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Just want to kiss his face. You want to squeeze his <laughs> cheeks when you look at him. You can't help it. Ooh, John. <laughs> or, or, come on, why not? What you that know? shot's you. really gone to your head. <laughs> I mean, you're beautiful, John. Thank you. I mean bud. that. Thank you, bud. Cool. Well, Metal Nurse, a.k.a. Nurse Angel, we wish you the best of luck with everything. We thank you for coming down. We uh, thank you for modeling the great yes. Rob Halford uh, right. T-shirt that you have on. And we will have links up in today's show notes to different places yeah, that people can check you, you out. Find <laughs> the Metal, metal Nurse, nurse online. Com yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, mouth. Excellent. And you know what? I got to say the coolest thing that happened is that Rob Helford has left the studio <laughs> with the metal nurse's lip imprints on his cheek. Very good. He's yes. a sexy bitch, you know? Cool. Well, let's get into some music here. And uh, we have the guys from Revolver Magazine coming up in just a bit. Oh, let's see. Okay, John, uh, time to take your temperature. <laughs> this I is- know what's coming next, right? 
No, he's, he's, he's a loss for words. It's all in his uh, head. I don't know. Let's uh, play some music. This is a little white wizard, high speed GTO. Check it out on Talking Metal Live. <laughs> 